0: You are listening to the All-County All-Stars Podcast, a show featuring franchise success stories in property management. Thinking about starting your own business and considering property management? Hear how our franchisees have partnered with All-County to overcome obstacles and open flourishing franchises across the United States. Welcome to the All-County All-Stars Podcast. This is your host, Tanya Salseth, and I am very excited today to bring you Han Wong. And Han is actually the person who made me decide to choose All-County, so I'm actually really excited that he's here to talk to me today because I get to dig into his story more because I actually don't know all of his story. Um, he was so helpful to me when I was first um, considering franchising that um, this is this is an opportunity to discover more about him and his business because not only is he the director of franchise development but he is also an all county franchise owner. So welcome to the show, Han.
1: Thank you, Tanya. It's a pleasure and uh, I'm excited. Uh, I'm glad uh, you're doing well. And uh, we're always excited when we add a new member to the family. Uh, it's the way I look at it. And uh, I was one of the first one. Uh, the family was very, very small, technically. <laughs> <laughs> but we've done very, very well. And, and uh, I'd like to share that enthusiasm and, and the power of having that residual income. So I'm ready whenever you are.
0: Well, so Han is actually um, the franchise owner of the all county Tampa Bay office, right? Which opened in 2010, is that correct? Yes. Okay, so you've been in business for a good 13 years.
1: Yes, that is correct. We started when the great recession, the housing crash occurred. Uh, Looking back, I don't recommend it for anyone.
0: (laughs) Well, luckily that is not the case. It is not 2010. Thank goodness yes. for that. I mean, there's been some other stuff going on, but it was not. I mean, there's nothing like what it was after that housing crash, right? So, correct. You actually, what what did you do before becoming an all county franchisee? We can start there.
1: I was originally in corporate sales. Uh, I've always loved sales, uh, and I've also loved real estate. Uh, as with most people, can uh, can relate to is, you know, one day you're the golden child on the corporate bus. And then the next day you're asked to get off the bus. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You're not it's the golden true. child anymore. That's true. So I was asked one day to get off the bus. So that's when I decided I want to get into real estate. Cause I always loved real estate. My family had multifamily homes, uh, apartment complexes, Uh, when i was young and i remember working in the back cleaning up the the uh the building and everything and i always was intrigued by real estate so i became a real estate agent i did very very well and uh got the opportunity to be part of the all county family Mm -hmm. so that's where i joined
0: so let me ask you because i mean i think there are some real estate agents out there one of which is on the show right now as the host but you know (laughs) Uh, you know, real estate sales, you can make a pretty decent living and you were pretty successful at it. And do you do real estate sales early? Uh,
1: I do. Mm-hmm. I, I do it mostly for our investors. One of the things that is great about this business and the way it's structured is a lot of times you'll handle both sides of the transactions because you've got an investor who thinks the market's going to crash and then you have another one that thinks the market's going to continue to go up and you broker the deal and it's done internally in-house um the thing i love about it is most of the time our investors it's a cash deal mm-hmm. so it closes in two weeks yeah and you're done and then you basically move that property from the old owner to the new owner but you're still managing it Correct. So it's the best of both worlds. I love it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I discovered too. And also why I added property management to the mix because as an agent and especially agents that work with investors, I mean, it's, it's honestly a no brainer. It really is a no brainer because you're helping an investor sell a property. They're doing a 1031 exchange. They're usually buying two or three more or a bigger building. Mm -hmm. They're moving up. Right. So each step of the way they're getting a more expensive property and they don't want to manage that property. They want you to. And it's a way of continuing that relationship with your investor clients for years, decades even, you know, and continuing mm-hmm. to have a solid income and residual income stream throughout the whole. I mean, it's a very, it, I mean, honestly, you, you can't beat it, right?
1: Oh, no. I I think it's the The two big things that I love about it is, number one, is the relationship. Mm -hmm. It's long-term. And number two, it's the residual. You know, as a, back when I was a real estate agent, I was doing well, and all agents know you have good months and you have bad months. Completely, yeah. And uh, this business allows you to take those peaks and valleys out. It's extremely consistent, Mm -hmm. which is what most people want anyway.
0: Completely. And it's, I I love that you mentioned the relationship that you build with people because, for example, I have an investor who's bought, ooh, I think she's probably on her eighth or ninth property that I've helped her purchase, several Mm -hmm. of which are, you know, multifamily investments, three, four units. And Mm -hmm. she called me the other day and she was like, hey, I would love for you. I'm doing my trust and my will. If anything ever happens to me, and she's a single mom with a daughter, she said, if anything ever happens to me, can I list you here on this form as my real estate advisor? And so the, the people that are handling my affairs, will come to you for the real estate, you know, portion of it. I was, mm-hmm. I was really honored actually that she thought of me and that she felt that there was that kind of trust where she was like, yeah. you know, I know that you're going to make the right decision about my assets so that my daughter will be okay. I was like, wow. Yes. Yeah. yeah,
1: that, that, Those are the moments that really drive us. Yeah, You know, those are the things that we love because that's what matters to us, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. is the trust and being able to give honest, Uh, counseling is extremely important.
0: Completely. So you started in 2010. And how Mm -hmm. was that getting started? I mean, why why all county? Why a franchise? I mean, property management seems like kind of a normal pathway for an agent, sort of. Most of them don't do property management, but you decided to do it. Why? Why? Well,
1: I knew at that point that the sales weren't going to, you know, really go up. A lot, you know. There were some short sales, and and depending on the state you were in, it could take anywhere from a few months to several years. So waiting that long was not something that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I saw the opportunity, and I was also selling the franchise at that point. And I saw the internal workings of it, and I said, you know what? This is what we need, and uh, so we jumped on became part of the all-county family, and uh, we haven't looked back. It's really been a blessing for my family and, and for the opportunity it's given us, uh, both financially and also the freedom. You know, people don't realize how many hours they really put in until they start looking at it. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was working for corporate, it, it was 50, 60 hours easily. And in the beginning with any business, you know, you're going to put put in the time. Sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When you
1: start up. But afterwards, it's structured that we don't have to be there Mm -hmm. every day. And that's the thing I love about it. Like right now, I go into my Tampa office Mondays and Wednesdays, 930 noon, Mm -hmm. maybe one o'clock, and that's it. And the rest of the time I'm doing the recruiting because that's what I really love to do.
0: Sounds like a nice life.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) How long did it take you to get to that point where you were only, you know, in part time, like Mondays and Wednesdays? I mean, how many, like realistically, right? Because a lot of people, they, they are looking at a franchise to help them accelerate that process from, you know, Mm -hmm. launch to that point where you're at, where you're like, I stop in once or twice a week. And that's everybody's dream, right? As a business owner. But how long does that actually take? In your experience?
1: It it depends on who your partner is. With my wife, Sue, uh, I joined uh, in the business, you know, immediately. And uh, I learned a a very hard lesson. You know, you you can't have too many chiefs and not enough Indians. (laughs) And she basically told me, you need to go find another office (laughs) to start. So that's how we ended up with two offices.
0: <laughs> I uh, <laughs> never heard that story. How funny.
1: Yeah, it was like, okay, I'm building this, so you need to find another business to build. So we got another franchise uh because of it. And uh it was about a year and a half, 2 years into the new office that uh I was able to step away and we had um we had a, a family help us and manage that that asset while I did most of the recruiting. So total I would say probably 3 years, 4 years mm-hmm. depending on you know what your goals are. A lot of people want to work the business. It's how much time do you really want to go into the office? Yeah. You know as <laughs> as you get a little bit more mature as I would say, you tend to rely on other staff to handle that and you're doing more the higher the higher thinking, you know, strategy Mm -hmm. about the business and things like that. So you don't go in as often.
0: And there's a there's an evolution, right? Because I think a lot of franchisees start they they're new to the business. And there's a certain startup uh, period where they're learning everything. And it's a lot drinking from the fire hose, right? The proverbial saying, and then like, there's evolutions, like once you get past that, and you hire staff, and then there's um, issues, you know, that you'll run into and ways that you can grow in your leadership capacity as a business owner of, of managing other people to the point where like you have a really well efficient running office like you do now. And mm-hmm. you had the opportunity to step into the director of franchise development. Uh, talk to me a little bit about, cause you, you are on the calls with all of the new franchisees, correct? That are considering yes, that are considering all County. What have yes. you seen over the years in terms of, uh, new franchisees of people who are successful in this business and maybe people who aren't.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you the biggest difference I notice, and and this is regardless of the background, Mm -hmm. right? Everybody brings something to the table uh, when they're looking at a franchise system. The tough part is the execution. Yes. And that's where I see the, the very successful ones can execute. Get it, get it done. The others that aren't as successful as they could be, they will work on it, but there's no urgency. Mm -hmm. They don't complete the task, whatever it is. And uh, so that's one thing. The other one is old fashioned discipline, Mm -hmm. right? Get up and go and do the marketing every day when you first start, because you're not a known entity. And uh, that... That's a tough part because I tell everyone, look, you're the backstop. The buck stops with you. You own the company. Yeah. So if nobody else is going to do it, guess what? You've got to do it. So that's the that's the thing is to be able to execute and, and be disciplined.
0: I agree. Not everybody is cut out to be a business owner because like you said, um, you are the end of the, the line. Like you make yeah. the ultimate decision, right? Which means... Uh, it's fun because you can structure the world the way that you want to live in it in a way. But on the the Mm -hmm. other hand, like problems all flow upwards. If like your staff's like, well, I don't know. What are we going to do about this? (laughs) Well, I guess it's Han's problem today to fix and not mine. Right. That's why they work for somebody else. So. No,
1: it's, it's, it's very, very true. You know, it's, it's not for everyone. And I think that's the tough part for some of the people that we have the calls is, they don't recognize that. They think that it's going to be easy peasy. Mm-hmm. And we have the honest discussion with them. As says, look, you know, to be an owner is very, very difficult. Yeah. It's not for everyone. It
0: really isn't. I mean, I was telling somebody the other day, I said, being an entrepreneur and being a business owner is like waking up every day and getting punched in the face and then showing up the next day to get it done again. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Some days it's Some like days that. it's like that. And it's not like that every day, right? But I think you do have to have a little bit of... Uh, You got to have a little bit of something like you can't be easily scared, you know, so.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: Um, So you're talking you talk to a lot of new franchisees and, you know, why why should they choose all county um, versus another franchise? I mean, you could do, I don't know, painting garage floors or Mm -hmm. a donut, you know, stand or something. I I don't know. (laughs) So why property management and why all county?
1: So, for me, there were several factors, and this was part of my upbringing. So, one summer, my folks and we had five kids, so there's a lot of free labor, right? <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, nice. they had me working one summer at one of the diners we owned for the summer, mm-hmm. and I must have worked. 80 90 hours a week Jeez. that summer every week and it was seared in my head from that day on i did not want to own any type of food services oh, completely. any type I'm of business no that way. involved in <laughs> well not only that and so we have this we had this opportunity no you don't i was gonna say because
0: it's hungry people and like hungry people are not always the easiest to deal with And they're just like i'm i'm hangry at this point no i completely because that was one thing also i was like i was like oh no no, not for me and you're open constantly you're open on holidays you know and yeah and weekends i'm like this sounds like a terrible business and the margins are so small you know
1: exactly so i learned that so when i was looking for a business I said, I don't want anything involving inventory or special equipment because of the restaurant business, you have to have all this special equipment. So I don't want any of that. And so I looked at something with service based. Mm-hmm. and I always loved real estate. And it dawned on me that this business deals with the most basic of needs, which was having a roof over your head. Everybody's gotta live somewhere. Yep. And that's what I recognized. And even the last few years with the pandemic, we were afraid that we weren't going to collect anything because you don't know, Mm -hmm. right, with the pandemic uh, that we've been through. uh, But we were able to really prosper. And um, we actually, a few months, we were collecting over 100% of revenues before the pandemic because we picked up a lot of business from the... People that were doing the Airbnb and vacation rentals. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That didn't work out that year with the pandemic. Nobody went on vacation. So we were very fortunate uh, because we did have some friends and, and some acquaintances that, you know, they had to have their business shut down and nobody wants that.
0: No, I mean, here in Washington, DC, it was a ghost town. I mean, so many restaurants and coffee shops did not survive. They just, and they, and they haven't come back, you know, because telework and all of that other thing. So, you know, I, and we've said this on, on multiple shows that we've done, but this is really a very recession-proof business. Very, very recession-proof. Yeah. And so you can yes. you know talk about the dreaded R word, but I think we're very unique in that, just like you said, we don't have a lot of inventory to control either because a lot of brick and mortar mm. places that sell items, you're disrupted by supply chain issues or there's mm-hmm. you know a shortage or there's a manufacturing strike or whatever it is there's lots of other pieces that are going to affect your ability to bring a product to market. And not only that, where are you going to house this? You have to, you know, you can, you can start with literally almost nothing. You can just a little space, right? The computer. Um, what else do you need? Right. Um, yeah. And a phone. It's it's not
1: like, (laughs) yeah, it's not like we have to have the houses stored or anything. The great thing is it's, it's there. And it's like you said, it's a very low barrier, mm-hmm. and I really appreciated that uh, when we first started. Because you know, it's always tough when you start a new business and you're learning to be a business owner. It's difficult. You're going to have challenges. Uh, the great thing that uh, the All County, excuse my dog, <laughs> is that the the family's there for you. Mm-hmm. You can call for help, and they're there.
0: And that's the thing cuz you know even myself as a real estate agent I mean I I've done rentals before I've had I have my own rental portfolio right and there are things that I have learned over 10 year- years of being a landlord that I mean even now I'm learning new things every day with the way that the franchise does business and they're like have you done this Ooh, did not know I was supposed to be doing that oops you know and so it's good to have somebody that is on your side that's your partner in this and that's saying hey um we've checked in you really should be looking out for these things right because A lot of times when you start up a business versus partnering with someone else, like you're you don't know much either at the ground, like ground level when you're launching. So and especially in a business where you're dealing with housing and there's, you know, laws and regulations and, um, you know, county rules, like you really should be with a partner who knows what they're doing.
1: Oh, absolutely. And and that's where and you get the shared experience of the system. Mm -hmm. Everybody's been through it. So they all share their point of view. At the end of the day, you do make the decision. But it's nice to know you're not out there alone right. on an island. Yeah. So completely. It makes a huge difference.
0: It does. And you know, I think it also just for me it accelerated the whole process, right? Because can you build a business from scratch? Sure. But then you can also sit and punch yourself in the face every day for like 10 times, too. <laughs> it's so difficult. Like it's so why not make your life easier and like partner with it just to me it's a no-brainer, right? So
1: yeah, yeah. It's, it's like you said. You know, you can take the hammer and hit yourself in the foot every day until Making you mistakes. realize, oh, <laughs> you don't want to. You try to make as few as you possibly can. Yeah, and I, most franchise systems have that support. I think we have it in abundance mm-hmm. because everybody wants to help, and that's important
0: to yeah. me. So let's say a new franchisee says, yes, I want to sign up. What is their experience like after that initial um, process?
1: So after the initial process and we get all the paperwork that's done, then we really start setting them up for their success. Mm -hmm. We start having the conversations about being a business owner, how it's different than being an employee. Oh, it's very
0: different. Oh, yes. (laughs)
1: yes. (laughs) You don't have... You know, you don't have all the support teams that
0: you do when you're oh, in corporate America. No, no you do miss <laughs> your HR and an everything IT else. Especially, <laughs> I'm like, oh God, I cannot figure this thing out of my computer. Oh, it's awful.
1: Yes. So it's having those conversations and getting them prepared and really connecting them to also other franchise owners in the system and sort of creating a mentor group for mm-hmm. them that they can call on And ask questions and say, hey, this is the situation. How do you handle it? And, you know, they share their experience. And sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not. But at least you're aware of it. So sharing that is very, very important. Mm -hmm. And holding them accountable. You know, did you make the calls? You know, here's the business plan. you the one that submitted it. So let's see how you're doing. You know, that's part of, you know, learning to be a business owner is holding yourself accountable and recognizing the good and the bad. You know, we're not great at everything. We sometimes think we are, but you and I both know that's
0: not the case. The older I get, the more I know what my flaws and faults are and the things that I'm very weak about, which, you know, isn't always easy to admit, but yes, I agree with you. We are not good at everything. This is just fact.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's part of the, the things we share with them and get them to understand You know, I always tell new business owners that the toughest thing that I had to learn when I started was to learn to say no, Mm. you know, because we all wanted to help and we all want to do well and you want to say yes to everything. And and as a business owner, you recognize you
0: can't, Mm -hmm.
1: you're not able to, you Mm -hmm. want to, but it's not always possible.
0: And you know what I find really interesting from my journey as a business owner is that business is the one space where I think you constantly have daily opportunities for personal growth because the business will test Mm -hmm. you and it will also uncover a lot of things about yourself if you're willing to, um, be honest with yourself. Right. So, um, like you, I also come from a family that owned uh rental property. And I also remember working summers, I was cleaning windows and I was, you know, they would rent the the Home Depot um, carpet cleaner or whatever it was. And I'd be sitting oh, there yeah. with the machine and I'd be like we're doing the little, the carpet clean because <laughs> my parents did everything themselves. They were very DIY. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. I've had to learn as a business owner that I am, I cannot DIY my way through a business that is not possible to do so. so. You know, but recognizing that about yourself, I would have never really had to do that in a corporate job. Never, you know? Right. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting how, you know, and we talked to Laura Barron in another show and she said the same thing of like, Mm -hmm. it's amazing how you get into this business thinking, I want to make this all this money and I want, you know, financial freedom or whatever it is. And you really find yourself exploring more about who you are what makes you tick and understanding yourself better, if you're willing, obviously, to do some self-reflection and also, you know, figuring out your connections to other people, both through business or, and in her case, she works with her spouse as well, just like you do. So (laughs) it's it's a a very interesting, businesses are very interesting organic things that like take on a life of their own and also really bring, you know, um, what's, what your gifts are out, I think.
1: No. I believe you hit the nail on the hammer on the nail and really it does make a huge difference if you're willing to really look at yourself and what you bring. And it also enhances some of the things that you might have that's innate and you didn't realize Mm -hmm. it. Uh, So there's, to me, every day is a learning opportunity. And, uh, And I'm excited You know, when I wake up and says, okay, what can we do today? What are we going to discover today about ourselves and about others? You know, to me, that's the great exploration and I enjoy it.
0: It is, it is. And it must be really fun um, to watch new franchisees come in and they're all bright eyed and bushy tailed. Do you check in and then see how they're doing (laughs) at like six months or like a year? How's how's that when you catch up with them, like at the annual conference or, you know, that kind of stuff?
1: It's exciting. Okay. You know, I, I see the journey. Yeah. You know, we see the, the the progression of the business and their, their discovery mm-hmm. of themselves and what they're capable of. You know, a lot of times, a lot of the franchisees don't know if they have that skill set or they might have the skill set and didn't realize that they could utilize it. And that discovery is is profound because they now don't limit themselves. You know, every one of us think that we can only do so Mm -hmm. much. And then when you get into the business and you discover what you're capable of and that there's really no limit, Mm -hmm. it's exciting. You know, when you say, I don't have limits and I can do whatever I want because I own the business, but more importantly, I can grow Mm -hmm. it. And I can bring people in to be part of this. And it's, like you said, the organic portion of it and seeing it grow and expand, it's it's exciting.
0: It actually is super, super cool because I think, um, and one of the things I love about being a franchisee is that you are in a peer group. So when you start, you are surrounding yourself with people who already are successful. Because like you said, Han, a lot of people, when they leave corporate America, and I was a government employee for, you know, a good 14 or 15 years. And government, you know, uh, not to say anything bad about it, but it's not a place where you, you know, you you innovate. It's you follow the rules, Mm -hmm. right? And so I think when you get in a space where literally the sky is the limit, sometimes you have a a hard time imagining, well, what could that actually look like? But in the case of all county, you have other people actually doing it. So... I mean, yeah. at the annual conference, a lot of the presentees are are franchise owners, and they're they're sharing with the rest of us. Here's what I did to get to a thousand units. I mean, there are some people that run some right. unbelievable businesses, and you just think, "Wait, what? You've created that?" And what? And and it opens yeah. your mind to the possibility of like, well, if I wanted to as a business owner, I could do that because there's already a model for it. And look. They're yes. already successful people. And I think the the groups that you put yourself in and, you know, the people that you surround yourself with have an incredible impact on, you know, what you believe is possible for yourself.
1: Yes, absolutely. And that's what I love. And they're willing to share. <laughs> yes. You know, I've been in corporate settings where you know they don't share a lot and you have to turn around and make sure somebody's not going to shank you when you're walking down the the hallway yes, <laughs> you yes. Know? that type of a All the, of an
0: environment it's, it's awful like, the yeah, office no. politics and like you got to hide things oh yeah i mean honestly that's part of just a bad corporate culture in my opinion where like employees don't share there's no transparency there's no vulnerability there's no you know how i'm going to share this so i can get better i mean i just you know yeah. but but it is it is what it is right but as a business owner yeah. you get to decide what the culture is of your organization even because even though all county has what 60 plus franchise locations yeah 70 72, oh, 72. Okay. okay um yeah. so i mean even though there's all these locations i think every office has a specific its own little micro culture right like obviously all county has yes. its you know cuz you it's very family right like we all know each other which is nice yeah. about it And I think something that sets us apart from other franchises, but even within your own office, you can create your own world, if you will. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The, the, the ability to create that environment, that culture, I think is wonderful. Mm -hmm. You know, we've all been in good and bad relationships and you want this one to be good. So you get to create Mm -hmm. that. And to me that, we are able to do that across the system is you know it all starts from the top with sandy and yeah. scott to have that and um, so i i every time you know i i think about it i feel like i'm blessed you know to be part mm-hmm. of it
0: and what would you say to uh potential franchisees who are considering all county what tips would you give for them
1: I think the biggest thing I tell them and I told you as well was to take your time, right? Take your time. Don't rush into it. You know, it is a huge step when you're going into business. And it doesn't matter if it was with all county or, or with any franchise. franchise. Yes, correct. Any yeah. franchise, any business. And I think a lot of people rush into it thinking that they have mm-hmm. to. And you don't. I mean, it's it's something you really have to consider. You know, in today's society, with everything being instant gratification, a lot of people think they need to. And and I remind them, no, you don't. You know, take your time. You're going to step into a situation where it's all consuming because it's yours. Yeah. And you, you need to make sure. Yes.
0: And it's so funny that you say that, Han, because... I remember Han saying this to me and then I think by the time of like our first phone call I was literally at your office within like a month signing the agreement. <laughs> and I already decided, I think by the time I talked to you like right. I'd already decided it was going to be property management and a franchise. It was a question for me of which one, right? Right. And I think, you know, my conversations with you, I really cuz again, I think it was I don't know if it was Rob that mentioned on one of our prior shows but if you talk to other franchises that work in property management, a lot of times you're talking to the salesperson. They don't actually own the business and, and you yeah. are a business owner. So franchisees who are or potential franchisees who are considering it can talk to someone who has actually done it and not only who has actually done it, but who has done it for over a decade and has seen the yeah. whole life cycle from beginning to end and also who has talked to, you know almost every single franchise, probably from a certain point and has seen their <laughs> path of growth. Right. So pawn is a really amazing resource for those of you who are thinking about all counties of franchise. And I would say, you know, back to your point of like, take your time. Yes. Take your time to due diligence. However, I feel like opening a business is kind of like having a baby. There's like never really a good time to do it. You just do it. So
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Just my two cents. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's true. I, you know, it's it, it really is. You're you're, you're ha- you have a literally a baby, yeah. which is this business, and you've got to nurture it, take care of it, watch it grow, get excited about it. Every it once falls in a while, down. it's gonna fall. <laughs> when, it <falls laughs>
0: when it takes down. a step and falls yes. down, you're <laughs> like, oh, it's so painful. Yes.
1: So it, for us, it's everybody goes through mm-hmm. it, and I think. To me, the great thing is that we get to share the good and the occasional yeah. bad. And that's important, you know? It's important to us.
0: Well, for those of you that are considering uh, property management and a franchise, um, Han Wong, Director of Franchise Development, everybody, make sure to give him a call, because honestly, you will not be sorry. I know I wasn't. So <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show, Han. We really appreciate it.
1: Oh, my pleasure, Donya.
0: We hope you've enjoyed hearing this episode of the All-County All-Stars podcast. Thanks for giving us a five-star review. For more information on how All-County can help you start and grow an amazing business, go to allcountyfranchise.com or call us at 855-245-7368. You're only one phone call away from an opportunity that could change your life.